0: Alright, this is Bar Hoppin' and I'm your host, Drew Landry. This is a podcast where me and my guest break down their all-time favorite rap verse. My guest today is Eric Hamlet and the verse he chose was verse 2 on Hold You Down by Childish Gambino. Eric is a a filmmaker and a writer and he's been my best friend for, damn, uh, over a decade now. We met in high school in Baltimore. I think the reason why this song is so significant to Eric is because of the themes it deals with involving race. I remember in high school, white kids would constantly call Eric an Oreo. And for those of you that don't know what it means to call a black person an Oreo, congratulations, you're going to heaven. But it's a term people use to say, You're black on the outside, but white on the inside. White people would tell Eric, you talk white, you act white, you like white music, you're white on the inside. And I know that's something that would understandably fucking infuriate him. And that's what this verse is mostly about, and that's what our conversation was mostly about. Before we start, this was recorded on Zoom, and to be honest, the audio quality sucks. His voice is too quiet. My voice is too damn loud. It's probably too loud right now. But other than that, I hope you enjoy it. This is Bar Hopping.
1: Yeah, it's funny because like, you and I talk about this every so often. We're like, we're talking about our favorite Gambino songs. And this is usually my top five. It's not even my top favorite Gambino song. But I love this verse so much because I think this was the first verse which really showed his like his capabilities as a rapper. Um, just the, the clever wordplay and things like that. But also as as a nerdy black kid who went who went to like predominantly like white schools has been around like I guess many different kinds of people that didn't exactly understand my culture. This was the first song that I, that I listened to that said, Yeah, this
0: is what it's like. You've told me that you connected with Gambino because of frustrations with being called an Oreo.
1: And to hear another person, especially, like, because at that point, like, I loved Donald Glover through, uh, Derek Comby, and, um, like, seeing his work on 30 Rock, and even, like, early episodes of Community before I really got into him as a rapper. So, to hear somebody that I really respected and admired say the word Oreo in that connotation, I was like, oh my god.
0: I remember hearing it in high school. uh, Said to you, not me.
1: right. and stuff and before like we're kind of in in an era now where like especially like like, over the internet people were like yeah you can be black and like into all these like weird things like it's not it doesn't mean like you're white or anything um but back in the day people were like no no if you're black you listen to only rap and you don't have a dad and yeah, yeah yeah like all these stereotypes this was the song that really just spilled them out and said this
0: is fucked up i remember we would just randomly text each other quotes from it Cause my favorite Gambino bar. When he goes uh, it for the throne, Jay and Ye yeah, said to watch that. They asked me what I'm doing, and I said I'm stealing rock back.
1: And I I remember the first time I heard that. I think my jaw just like
0: legitimately dropped. Yeah, even of- me quoting it doesn't with my white-ass, arrhythmic voice <laughs> doesn't doesn't do it like, justice. But just when you hear him say it, you're just like,
1: ah. You're like yes, thank yes. You. <laughs> they. Yes. Well, well, just like the concept of like stealing rock back. Like like I said, I'm a, I'm a big fan of metal. And it's that whole idea of like rock and metal being like a quote unquote white genre when people don't even realize that like black people invented it. It's, it's like that whole thing of like you you guys have forgotten like that we are very important to this culture. So for him to say like I'm stealing rock back, like I'm bringing it back to the roots and I'm and I'm I'm showing that like we are part of this thing. I, it's like it's like somebody like like hit my solar plexus and just you know, I was like oh my god. But like so many things about this verse, or like it, it breaks down so many different things that some some things I didn't even realize. Like when he talks about um, the the first part of the verse, the reason that they say I'm nothing what they've seen or heard, the same reason Will Smith always opposite Latino girls, like that whole idea of like Will Smith can only be like like people people are blown away by Donald Glover at least at, at this era in his career because he seems so different because he makes he's the kind of black person that white people can be comfortable listening to or being around. And it's that idea of, like, the same reason Will Smith is always opposite Latino girls is because white audiences are comfortable when Will Smith isn't necessarily, like, in a movie dating a black person. Or if he's dating a black person, it's a light-skinned woman because when you have a dark-skinned black woman as his love interest, it's too black, right? And yeah. it's like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. This is, like, menace to society or something. So, like, for Will Smith to be, like, with a Latino girl, it's like, okay, you know what? That's different. Yeah. that's that, that makes me okay.
0: It's <laughs> different, but then... It won't make white America uncomfortable that he's dating a white girl. I remember like in
1: interviews with him, especially when he was going into the the royalty and be, uh, because the internet phase, that he was like, he always talked about Kanye and how Kanye, he was like, Kanye's at a ceiling that he can't break. And I'm trying to break that because I, I like, he's, he's mentioned many times before that he doesn't want to be known as a rapper. He wants to be known for so much more. But like, he, he hates being put in boxes. That's, that's yeah. always been his vibe. He's like, I don't want to be put in the box. Let me be me and do whatever I want. And... Whenever he does whatever he wants, it usually turns out good. Except for the album this year, but you know what? Yeah!
0: <laughs> so, I just, I we'll just chalk it up to 2020. 2020, 2020, 2020 so fucked everything. up, Gambino released a bad album. It beat the streak. Yeah. <laughs> it <beat> the streak. <laughs> Donald Glover finally failing just makes me like him more. I'm like, okay, and you're a human, thank God.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's okay.
0: <laughs> he was too talented. He was on too much of a streak.
1: But then it's also that thing of like the same year, then he does the community reunion, and you're like, you know what, you're good. Um, going back to this song, um, one of the other, one of the other lines that I love about it that often gets, like, looked over, I feel like the song in general gets looked over a lot, but,
0: um, you're not not racist because the wire's in your Netflix queue. (laughs) Yeah, which is good, because I like that line, because I feel like in this song, and once again on camp a lot, he incorporates his talents with stand-up into the song, and that, that sounds like a line he could say on stage. yeah.
1: I agree. Like that. In fact, I mean, it sounds. I, I. It's been a while since I watched like Weirdo or his um his like really short comedy special special. But I that feels like something he has said before. But in general, that is just an entire concept of like, especially us being from Baltimore. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've seen the I've seen the wire. I understand what it is to be a black person. It's like no. Yeah. <laughs> like, or
0: it's just like sure you're, not not cause you, you're not not racist because you you're not not racist because you like black art. One thing I've yeah. noticed is the amount of uh, racists that love black art, the amount of racists that love rap music. Yeah. Like, I know so many, uh, like, very openly racist Trump supporters who fucking love, you know, who love Lil Wayne, they love Drake, rap is their favorite genre, and it's just this disconnect where it's like, well, I can't be racist, I love black music.
1: It's like, that's not how that works. (laughs) Yeah. You can absolutely eat up black art, but not respect the person behind it.
0: Exactly, yeah. That's
1: just a clear fact, Like, like, absolutely. Um... And you know, like I think I, that's one hundred percent like a thing that they kind of that Donald addresses in the song. It's just like
0: well, in the next line, like, yeah, subtle racism. because
1: you're yeah, the subtle racism. Like because you're viewing the black experience, and you're like, I get it. You, you're really dumb. Like you just yeah. don't. <laughs> and even like down to the song of like, you can't be black because you have a dad. Like I I grew up with my dad. I just said goodbye to my dad's. Yeah, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> your dad pops
0: up in the background like, hey. at the zoom. He's like, hey, hey, <laughs> bro.
1: Um it, like he's like one of the best people I've ever known, but like that someone did and like, I what a black kid who I think who said that to me, like you have like a dad, you can't be black. And it's like that should not be a thing. <laughs> like the concept the fact that like that is something that that has been instilled into children, uh or like teenagers, it's sickening. And, and once again to have somebody address that in a song, it like it really hit my heart. And it's definitely like if anything, that stereotype is 100 percent changed. Like you see a lot more like Look, everybody doesn't, like, have the best dad in the world. like, But a lot of times, like, they're still involved, so it's still, like, a thing. So even like, it's, it's like, a sticky situation, whether it's, like, a dispute between, like, the, the two party members or whatever. Um, and then most part, like, whoever, like, the father is, they tend to, like, stick around and still try to make the best of the situation that they're in. And that's kind of all you can ask for. <laughs> like, yeah. Just show up. Show
0: up for stuff. Uh, like, you know, Michael like Donald said, it's like, if you, even if you're bad at it, you could
1: be Tiger Woods or MJ. Yeah. yeah. Which for a while, with that line, I always thought he was talking about Michael Jackson. I'm pretty sure he means Michael Jordan. Oh, really? Jordan. I think so, because I think Michael Jordan's a notoriously terrible father. Or like, or like, sorry, a rich father who always slept around, but he still, like, took care of his kids. Like, I, like, I don't know about
0: Oh, that. yeah. I always thought he meant like, MJ and that, uh, Joe Jackson, like, beat the shit out of the Jackson 5, but made him talented. <laughs> I mean, Joe Jackson was objectively a terrible father, but he created some talented kids.
1: The man had
0: results. (laughs) I'm not saying I agree with what he did, but I'm just, I'm not saying it didn't work either. Look at the facts. facts. Yeah.
1: I I, I have a question for you. Do you
0: think James Franco is the white Donald Glover? I was right about to bring that up because there's a line (laughs) where he says, I won't stop until they say James Franco is the white Donald Glover. Now, this came out, what, nine years ago, which makes me yeah. feel really fucking old. <laughs> but I'd say easily that right now Donald Glover is way more respected than James Franco in 2020. Oh, absolutely. And funny. I'm not even I'm just, I know James Franco got Me Too'd, but I think even if he didn't, even if James Franco didn't have all that sexual misconduct.
1: It's funny because, like, I'm thinking about it. I don't think I thought I have thought of James Franco. I've thought, of, I've thought about no one has the
0: that I have James Franco hasn't thought about James Franco <laughs>
1: uh, um, yeah no the song is just it really is fantastic that verse is arguably I think still to this day like like you, you can you can talk about how like this is America is like probably Donald's most important song um, but but I think because that's so connected to the music video it's there, there is like a bit of a disconnect when it comes to lyrical content
0: and the other thing with this is america's and i've joked about this a lot with some of my friends in that i feel like it became synonymous with virtue signaling in that when it first came out i loved it but then i felt like it got ruined by all the woke white hipsters in la that posted it on facebook like this <laughs> like a bunch of people that had never heard a gambino song yet but now they're like this is so important everyone yes. watch this
1: the funniest thing about that music video is, like, I remember when it dropped, because it was, like, there was a whole countdown to it. And I just watched the countdown because I knew, because like, I love Gambino. Like, every yeah. time we post anything that leads to something cool, I'm like, okay, I have to listen to it. Uh, and I was, like, getting, I got off work uh, from my movie theater, and I parked in the parking lot of Giant. It was, like, right by my house. And I was like, oh, it's a new music video. And I watched it. And I was like, oh, that was really good. That was cool. Just went about, went about the rest of my day, went to sleep. The next day, it's like, have you seen this? And I was like, yeah. oh,
0: okay. I think <laughs> you were the one that sent it to me the night it came yeah. out. And I was like, and I loved it. I was like, that was great. But no, I didn't expect it to become so, so, so massive. Yeah. I just thought it'd be, I thought it'd be knowledge. like the 3005 music video where I'm like, yeah, this is a good music video. I like this. I didn't think that the next day, you know, everyone would be like, watch this or you're racist. I'm like, okay. It's like, where did you guys come from? <laughs> if you were to rank Gambino's albums... Not as mixtapes, just as albums. Where would you put Camp?
1: Camp? Because, all right. So, I, I mentioned this before that because the internet is my favorite album. Like, it's my favorite album of all time. Like, yeah. That, that was the album that came out of a specific year where I, I, I needed it. I needed yeah, that Yeah, I
0: specifically like, remember that, too. Um, I remember then, listening to it, because 2013 was one of my favorite years for rap. And one yeah, of the reasons yeah, was yeah, because yeah. the internet. We, we
1: talk about this all the time. I was like, it's
0: easily like one of the best years ever 2011 seen. and 2013 are like my two favorite years for rap of that decade but i remember when because the internet came out just because of where we were in our lives i'd listened to it and been been like this album was made for eric right now
1: yeah
0: just so something like, about Man,
1: I'm severely depressed in Philadelphia. I need something to really help my emotions out. And they came in, it was like Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> Fun fact, the, the uh the original title for uh Because the Internet was severely depressed in Philadelphia.
1: It's <laughs> gonna be the name of my first mixtape, I yeah. swear. No um uh okay, so yeah, because the internet's number one, I need to re listen to Waking My Love and Camp all the way through. Or like right now, it's always been Awaken My Love, or sorry, uh, Because the Internet, Awaken My Love, Camp, and then whatever this recent one was called.
0: Yeah, um, uh, 315 three fifteen twenty. Thank you.
1: I, I was think, like, I, that was
0: completely forgettable. I, completely I, forgettable I think album. either Because the Internet or Awaken My Love are objectively his best albums, but Camp, will, I think, will always be my favorite because of the nostalgia aspect. Right. Because this right. album, just it's like a time machine to high school.
1: They're all completely
0: different, like, every single artist. That's what I... If you listen to... If you listen to Hold You Down and then Redbone and then This Is America, it sounds like three different artists. Yeah. <laughs> and there's very few artists you can say that about. Yeah. Especially,
1: like, nowadays. I feel like a lot of a lot of rap tends to just kind of blend together, or at least, like, a lot of, like, albums blend together. You can't say
0: that. And I'm trying to think how many times... I think we've seen Gambino live together twice. I just remember the first time we saw him... You were front row and he high-fived your hand and you were like, I can't believe Campino just touched my masturbating hand.
1: Yeah, and I uh, haven't used his hand since. It's heavily infected. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, very stiff. Really hurts. <laughs> I Worth think
1: he it. gave me Corona,
0: but... Uh, <laughs> I think with me, I knew him as a stand-up first. I saw he rap, but I just assumed it was like Lonely Island. I right. just thought it was comedic, especially because it was kind of a silly name. And I listened to Freaks and Geeks, I'm like... There's, where are the jokes? <laughs> I'm like, this isn't this funny isn't at funny. all. <laughs> just getting angry because I think it's supposed to be funny. Like, there's not a single joke in the last.
1: You, you rated lower than Camp got, got rated for Pitchfork.
0: God. I was just thinking about how much Pitchfork sucks today because I was also listening to, to... I think about how much Pitchfork sucks every day, but that's all not the time. point. Everybody but no, they pitchfork. didn't they give this a one? 1. 1.5 one point. but they also gave Mac Miller's first album Blue Slide Park a 1 and I was just randomly thinking of that it was like that and then like
1: Fantano I remember gave this a 2 out of 10 like that's like one of his most hated videos if Yeah. I no a lot so of critics hated this they're like what the hell like that's wild
0: but no a lot yeah. of critics hated Camp which I still don't get I don't, I don't get either like
1: Hey, like, honestly, like, I'm looking at the ratings now. A lot of it's, like, in the middle. Like, it looks like it's, like, a 6 uh, six out of 10, 69 out of 100. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> imagine. Was, like, a 2 out of 5. But, like, yeah, Pitchfork was the most vicious.
0: I imagine what if you're, like, a critic that's about to write a review and you see what the average score is. You're like, okay, I got to give it a number that will make the average score 69.
1: <laughs> like, pull out like an abacus like
0: <laughs> all right what like, score so, do i have to get this
1: and then you get it to work and you're like god damn it, I did it again. <laughs> so proud <laughs> it's also cool to like see how far like we, we talked about donald glover but also like his producer on this uh song in this album ludwig seeing how he's an oscar-winning composer now
0: like, wait what What like, did he uh what movie did Black he comp- Panther. oh fuck i totally forgot about that
1: <laughs> Yeah, did. It was so great because he got nominated and i was like the sweetest prince himself the man the, myth, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, crazy he's, like, he's got like grammys and oscars now like i'm so proud of him
0: one time i read an article about rappers that are most likely to get egotts and gambino was top of the list oh no,
1: yeah i'm sure he's like i could see him he getting egot one, one day grammys
0: and stuff i think he
1: just need. i don't know if he would ever do uh, theater like I mean, unless I could see him write, writing something. So yeah. I him getting a Tony at some point. Oscars, it depends on, like, he's doing a lot of big movies now. He, he would need to, like, scale down to do, like, another drama. Uh, I mean, he was in The Martian, which was a Best Picture nominee, so he, he was close. Donald
0: Glover was in The Martian? Yeah.
1: He's a <laughs> uh, guy who solves the problem.
0: <laughs> I never saw. I just burped again and just looked to be like, why the fuck are you burping while recording your podcast? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, dude, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. I'll probably have you on again at some point. Please.
1: I, I have to tell more people about uh, Corey Feldman's album,
0: and I will... Not oh, we need to me. do a whole 10-part series about Corey Feldman's album. Don't
1: tempt me, because you know me.
0: I'll I do would do band that band. in a heartbeat.
1: Also, I don't know if we could do a 10-part series. That song, the album is long.
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> right. Like it's got to be a 20-part series. Absolutely. It's like a Stephen King miniseries. <laughs> yeah. I'm all in. I'll do it. <laughs> Perfect.